Hello and welcome to The Ron Show for Thursday, December 29th. Golly, 2022. <laughs> I get to the date and it just blows my mind that we're not only at the end of December, we're at the end of 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts. This is the America One Radio app, americaoneradio.com. Thank you for listening. So I woke today to what is pretty much a rarity in any publication, a front page opinion piece in the AJC. And let's just dive right on into this. The headline, opinion, dangerous dwellings damage our community. Kevin G. Riley at the AJC wrote this, and I'm going to uh, go through it myself and then stop periodically and uh, give some insight and opinions. Because as I remind folks in the commercial break, I'm also a residential real estate agent, a realtor with EXP Realty. So, This piece starts, Dear Readers and Metro Atlanta Leaders, for the past year, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution documented the alarming and dangerous conditions in hundreds of the metro area's apartment complexes. Against the backdrop of ongoing deadly violence in Atlanta and other communities, this investigative journalism makes this much clearer. We won't solve our crime problem without addressing the terrible conditions that attract crime and expose children to an unimaginable amount of violence. As our journalists worked on the story, The tragedy of life in one of those complexes played out. Natasha Hinton was quoted in a story we published about her family's struggles amid the deplorable conditions of the retreat at Greenbrier Complex in southwest Atlanta. The next day, her youngest son was shot and killed there. It's a too common occurrence. As our year comes to a close, it's time to acknowledge the damage these apartment complexes do to our community. It's time to recognize that while our most vulnerable citizens suffer from the lack of affordable and safe housing, This problem costs all of us. It's time to demand reasonable changes in laws that would prevent absentee, irresponsible, and opportunistic landlords from exploiting us. The work of our investigative journalists bring to light terrifying facts, a potent mix of lax security, deferred maintenance, governmental inertia, and Georgia's weak tenant protection laws has rendered much of the region's affordable housing barely habitable in the complexes we examined. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution analyzed records from local police, courts, and code enforcement offices, as well as state and federal sources, to identify 273 persistently dangerous apartment complexes. We published the list earlier this month. Again, this is an opinion piece from this morning's Atlanta Journal-Constitution that I'm reading through. Value your input as well, ron at ronshowatl.com. You can also text or leave a voicemail to the show phone number. 404-919-2725. Going back to the piece, a brief summary. These complexes amount for at least 281 homicides and 20,000 serious crimes over the past five years. More than 13,000 school-aged children live in 144 of these complexes in Atlanta and Cobb and DeKalb counties alone. Nearly three-fourths of the dangerous complexes belong to out-of-state investors, Their business model depends on spending as little as possible on security and upkeep, and for some, on collecting government subsidies for low-income housing. Many flip the properties, nearly doubling their money in two or three years. Police are burdened by tens of thousands of calls to such complexes, and code enforcement agencies are overwhelmed by complaints draining resources in both areas. This opinion piece continues in today's AJC. It is time for change. None of us should be willing to tolerate a system that exploits the vulnerable while taking advantage of taxpayers. 
People face horrific living conditions, rats and garbage, leaking pipes, and unmitigated mold. To drug dealers, gang members, and squatters, unsecured vacant units, inadequate lighting, broken doors and windows, and fences in disrepair are a signal that no one pays attention. They move in, taking advantage to victimize tenants. And people living there are relatively helpless. Georgia's laws on tenant protections are among the nation's weakest. Unlike 41 other states and the District of Columbia, tenants can't withhold rent to force repairs no matter how dangerous or unsanitary a rental property is. What little protection state law may provide, the standard lease used by many apartment complexes forces tenants to sign away their rights, and renters have little leverage to negotiate. Walking away from a rental typically means forfeiting $150 in application fees. Georgia has no minimum standards requiring owners to maintain their rental properties. That has led to a confusing patchwork of local ordinances, with enforcement left to local code compliance officers, prosecutors, and municipal courts. You should contact state officials and demand reform. Find yours at openstates.org backslash find underscore your underscore legislator. I will share that link, by the way, in today's show notes at ronshowatl.com. The opinion piece finalizes with, you should contact local officials in your city and county and demand the same. In the meantime, I promise you that the Atlanta Journal-Constitution will remain focused on this issue. You can expect us to report on action in the legislature and to ask questions on your behalf. There's no reason that we should have to put up with this. Again, that is written by Kevin G. Riley, editor at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. As a local real estate agent, I see a lot of properties for sale, and I know this is mostly about apartment rentals, but I do see a lot of even condo communities that I wouldn't leave my pets in to live in, let alone want an adult purchasing their way into a property to do so. I come from just outside Augusta, Georgia, where $150,000 would get you in a home, a pretty decent home, some would say a starter home, but in Atlanta, it would put you in a community not unlike some of these apartment communities the AJC opinion piece speaks of, crime-riddled. Very little maintenance, very little security, more crime. To know that there are folks who spend untold sums of money every month to live in apartment complexes that provide no such security or amenities or upkeep is all the more disheartening in knowing that they are preying upon folks who would rather live in nicer areas and are spending the kind of money that I know because I see what those rental rates can do for the same individual in a mortgage and what it could be letting them live in. Instead, because the mortgage lending industry doesn't recognize on-time rent payment history, as part of your credit. It doesn't, it's not reflected in your credit. Don't make that payment, though, and watch what happens. 
But because of that, folks are trapped in an endless rental cycle. I call it the rent cycle. Sounds like rent cycle. That's why I say that. (laughs) And yes, the application fees, I, I mean, the lowest I've seen is like $75 just to apply to live in a rental property. Not that you'll actually get to. Listen, if you are, if you're at a point where you're living in a, or you're you're looking at the prospect of living in a crime-addled rental community, seventy-five dollars is the budget for four or five days, maybe a week of groceries. An application fee of seventy-five dollars just to have your application reviewed—it's insane. And the folks who are living in these neighborhoods are the victims of what pro-business advocates, usually on the right, brag about. Georgia is open for business, business-friendly state. The inference is, we're not going to bother you. We're not going to regulate you. We're not going to make you do your job or provide your business very well if it eats into your profit margins. And real estate is no different. One of the things that really agitates me (laughs) about being in real estate, well, actually, it's the only thing that really agitates me about being in real estate is that I have to join a realtor board in order to be a residential realtor. And yet, realtor boards tend to give their political weight, money, action to the same politicians that like to brag about Georgia being a business-friendly state. As little regulation as possible. More for the owner versus the buyer. I mean, in general, I would prefer that my realtor board be apolitical or the state realtors be apolitical. But the reason I wanted to be a realtor when becoming a real estate agent is because of the pledge. I pledge myself to strive to be honorable and to abide by the golden rule, to strive to serve well my community and through it my country, to abide by the realtor's code of ethics and to strive to conform my conduct to its aspirational ideals to act honestly in all real estate dealings, to protect the individual right of real estate ownership, and to widen the opportunity to enjoy it, to seek better to represent my clients by building my knowledge and competence. There's nothing in there about coddling slumlords. Nothing. I'm going to talk more about the obstacles before people who are stuck in these apartment communities to them becoming homeowners. Next segment on The Ron Show on the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. Again, chime in, 404-919-2725. Call or text and get on the show. It was a normal day. He was in some minor accident, a fender bender. And I had this impulse to call him, but I didn't because I thought I could call him later that week. He abandoned the car. He came home and he shot himself without ever talking to anyone. When I came home that night and I found her, they told me that she had shot herself and I couldn't believe it. I asked if he was okay. Taking a gun into your house uh, for protection is uh, a terrible myth. Once you pull that trigger, that's it. There is no coming back. 65 Americans a day die by gun suicide. Store your gun securely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammunition. Help stop suicide. Learn more at infamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. 
Listen, it's no secret that the housing market is in fluctuation right now. We went through an intense seller's market for a little more than 18 months, not just in Metro Atlanta, but throughout the United States and the state of Georgia, obviously. So now things are cooling off a little bit. Interest rates are going up. Buyers are a little more tentative. What does that mean for you if you are looking to still kind of cash in on the equity you've grown over the last few years and potentially selling your home? Well, it means that you have to hire a savvy, smart realtor, someone who knows the negotiating game and how to market your home professionally. Guess what? That's me. That's right. Not only am I the Rancho host, but I'm also a realtor with eXp Realty. Anyone with a few hundred dollars and a few weeks to get a license can list your home. It takes someone with decades of marketing experience to market your home and get it sold at top dollar. Call me. Let's discuss your options. 843-283-0078 or log on at rononthereal.com. My email address, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720.